Hey, we're Damn the Wolves. I'm Jody. I'm Brett. And I'm Rick. And you're listening to Now That's What I Call Damn Good Music. The podcast. So we're going to be talking about an album that was released in August of 2008. It was produced and mixed by Ted Hutt and released on Side One Dummy Records. Uh, this is the 59 sound by The Gaslight Anthem. Awesome stuff. Love this album. Uh, do you remember where you were when you first heard anything from this? Um, nope. Do you? I was probably with you guys, I think. I think it was something that we possibly discovered together, wasn't it? I, I, I remember hearing it at work. Uh, I heard the 59 sound, the song, when it was a single on Radio 1. No um, way. You yeah. were listening to Radio 1 as well. I was listening That's to Radio 1. And uh, this came on and I was like, oh, this is this is amazing. This sounds like a a more, like just a, a new edgy version of Springsteen. And uh, yeah, loved it. Loved it straight away. It's oh, the first cool. song that really went big for them, wasn't it? The, the first album didn't really sort of go where they wanted it to go. So I think this was the first big, big release that, that put them up there, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. And interestingly, I read that, um, I remember seeing them, um, or I remember seeing Springsteen coming out with them at Glastonbury. Sorry, I hit my head year. again then. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> I was doing some technical switching and banged my head on the mic again. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Springsteen, um, Glastonbury. Yeah, they... Springsteen came on stage with them like in a, on, on the second stage or like in a tent at Glastonbury and like the tent was rammed and he came up and did the 59 sound with them and the sales of this album doubled like overnight Wow! because of that. Maybe that's our trouble. If Springsteen would get up and just do a couple of songs. Well, in, we keep asking. In the we just need him to come to Cornwall, don't we? <laughs> Are you still messaging him, Bruce? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it now. Cool. So yes, uh, let's let's dig in, shall we? Track one, Great Expectations. Love this, amazing. One of the, one of the best album openers, I think. I, I keep reference album openers, but I think this one is up there. I love the way it starts. I love that little motif. Do you like the, do you like the scratchy? The needle drop on the yeah. vinyl. Yeah, totally. It sets the mood, doesn't it, for the whole? It does. Yeah, the whole theme for the album. Brilliant. Yeah. How many times have we been somewhere and just quoted that first line of this song just in conversation or something? Just It's just got so much energy about it, isn't it? That's just amazing. What, Mary? How often do you go on about <laughs> Mary, Mary the station? Mary the station. Do you say that a lot? I've never heard you that say that ever be, before. That must be some other friends that you do that with. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never heard you say the word Mary. <laughs> oh, quite often sing this, this song. Do you, maybe you do it in your head. Probably. <laughs> he does lots of things in his head. Probably. Thank God. Um, I, I actually love the second verse lyrics to this song more than I love the first verse lyrics. Do you know them? Um, um, hang on, I can, look up, I can look them up. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Mary, I worried and stalled every night of my life, better safe than making the party. Is that right, Rick? And I never had a good time. I sat beside my bedside with papers and poetry about Estella. With great expectations, we had the greatest expectations. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome, isn't it? So Great Expectations is a um, Charles Dickens novel, isn't it? Yep. And Estella is, is not is the protagonist. The bo- That's... Come on, Brett, you're good See, with literature. No, I'm Pip. not because I thought you were talking about a beer. No, that's a Stella, not <laughs> Estella. Yeah, no, that's, that's why you're... Is that best... what you've been singing? You, you, I you haven't had a Stella, have you? I thought he was sitting with a poetry and a Stella. <laughs> so don't ask me to, don't ask me to quote anything oh drummer <laughs> I did, honestly i promise you i did think that poetry in a budweiser paper. it's like shell crow isn't it the old so you uh, thought the lyric bud. was poetry paper and a stunner yes 
<laughs> that's what I do if I'm reading and have a beer. That's brilliant. Oh, well, I was going to ask you who the protagonist was in Great Expectations by Dickens. Know. You went, I don't know, was it a can of Stella? <laughs> I don't even know what pr- means that word. I don't. I think it was Pip. Is that right? And I, I'm on my own. Never mind. Wasn't it a can of Stella anyway? No. Brilliant. Estella. Brilliant. Well, well done, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I love the energy of this song as well. I think it sets the, the tone for the album. Yeah, it's brilliant. And um, straight away, heart on your sleeve, Mary, who's Springsteen's kind of uh, muse, isn't it? Yeah. The word that the name that he uses through. Yeah. Through everything. So straight away, going right here we are, New Jersey, Springsteen, Mary. Yeah, it's it's drawing comparisons within seconds, isn't it? Yeah. Which is, um, I think, it's really cool. Yeah. You know, he's, he's not hiding anything, is he? Oh, it's it's and it's it's a theme throughout the album, isn't it? Quotes and. Yeah, it's not just Springsteen, but yeah. there's a lot of Springsteen. Yeah, now I I've I've have got a little bit of a quiz for you two. Um, oh god. I'm well, well here, aren't I? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you failed. First question. <laughs> name no... <laughs> name a can of beer. <laughs> <laughs> name Brian Fallon's favourite beer to have when he's reading. Poetry. <laughs> no, that my quiz is um naming some of those pop culture references and movies and books and songs and is that the lyrics. question, or are you going to? You know, so, I, so I've so in? I've dug, dug in and done a little bit of research to find some of these because every time I've listened to this album, I've listened to this album a lot. I, I love it, um, but I always hear something. It's like that reminds me of something. Where's that from? So I've I've actually listened through to it and I've googled the stuff that I knew was a reference but wasn't sure where it was from. So I have that as a little bit of a quiz for you, oh. or, or maybe I'll just drop them in when we're talking about each song. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. As part of this, you don't mean like later, like Monopoly. No, no, it's not. It's not. No, you got a board. <laughs> Can I be the blue one? <laughs> Are you all right in there, Brett? You've gone a bit quiet. I'm all right. Yeah, <laughs> need a poo. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Sorry. Oh, oh, no. What's track two? <laughs> How long? A number two. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, bro! <laughs> do you want to just wrap it up there, Brett? Should we talk about the last song and go? You two carry on. I'll be back. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> oh god! Oh, I've got tears rolling down my face. So <laughs> being out with a child, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Have you gone to the loo before we start? I did. Oh god! Oh dear! <laughs> oh man! Come on, crack on! So. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So track two, the 59 sound, title track of the album, uh, many would say the best track on the album. It was the first single, wasn't it? it the was first, the, first single, the yeah. first song I heard that just drew me in and, you know, begun my love affair with the Gaslight mm. Anthem. Um, I think this is a great song. Yep, love this song. It's just, it's almost a perfect song for me. It's just everything about it. Love it. Energy, yeah. sounds. Yeah. Really melody. sad, sad, poignant, thoughtful lyrics, thought-provoking lyrics. Yeah. Which but, I'm going to look up now. I've got lyrics up on the screen. But they're kind of wrapped up in this big anthemic kind of, you know, tune. Can we talk about what the 59 sound is? Because there's a bit of guitar geekery here. Yeah, go on. And it's it. relevant. So I read in a guitar magazine, when I used to read guitar magazines, that the 59 sound refers to a Fender Bassman amplifier from 1959, which is a, a classic... Uh, guitar amplifier that was used famously by Springsteen on his early stuff but I think um, Elvis Costello and yeah it's just a, a classic amp and Brian Fallon was chasing that and the magic in a 1959 Fender Bassman was what he was after 
and apparently he couldn't afford a real 59 basement because they're expensive so he was he was rebuilding a modern one with vintage parts and wiring up himself so you know when you two call me a geek i haven't built by hand a vintage amplifier so mm. i just want to put that in there mm. that's yeah. really cool isn't it very yeah. cool and that's the, that's the guitar sound that, that kind of inspired the album I think that's his rhythm guitar. Whether how much of that was used or not, that's the sound that he was after and the vibe that he was after. Anyway, interestingly, though, I mean, I mentioned I've mentioned this to you guys in the past. The they put an album out a few years ago, which was the demo sessions from this record, and the guitar sounds were more gritty, more distorted. So mm. maybe it was a yeah, maybe that's so maybe, just, that maybe that's just a nice he, story. <laughs> yeah, may, or maybe it was something he was working on and then just kind of put the two and two together. Because I've also heard that the fifty nine sound refers to. The, the the three big ones, the three big 50s guys that died in 1959. Buddy oh, Holly, um, the Big, big Bopper, Bopper and, and Richie, Richie Valens, Valens yeah, which, yeah. which was February 1959. Mm. Yeah. Interesting stuff. But it's a, it's a great song. Great yeah. song. I'm glad I, it did clean the guitars up because I think that's the big, one of the biggest parts of this album that <laughs> make it yeah, so special. Yeah, it's kind of a theme, isn't it, throughout that yeah, the guitars definitely. are clean. It's and it, in some really places... really unique as well, isn't it? Yeah, because it was... It, it, no one else had done it at the time. The, the, as a band, they sounded a lot like, um, you know, other other punk rock bands of that that kind of genre. But with the clean guitars, it kind of separated them, didn't it? Well, yeah. And then it harks back, doesn't it, to the fifties and sixties kind of vibe and theme that's running throughout the whole album. Mm-hmm. And it also gives space to like um, the big snare drum that seems to be through it, big drums and. But it's vintage, isn't it? Is that vibe? Is the vintage vocal sound, the vintage drum sound, and that that sort of guitar? It just. It wasn't. No one else was doing it like that. It was everything else was modern and contemporary sounding, but they just put this tw- twist on it that ma- makes it so special. Well, the vocal sounds really unique, isn't it, throughout the whole album? And yeah. it's a slapback delay on his vocal, which is really, really unusual, especially in a punk band. It's a, it was used all the time through yeah, fifties, sixties, seventies stuff, but really unusual for a punk band to do it. And I don't think if the guitars were like full-on drivey, distorted guitars, you probably wouldn't have the space. It would sound cluttered. Yeah. Maybe, I don't mm. know. Do you reckon that was something that the band had, like that was an idea they had or something that Ted Hutt, the producer, brought to the well, I, to it? I read or believed it was Brian Fallon's idea of this vocal sound and he sold it to the band and the producer, but I, you know, who knows whether that was the case or not. But it's, it's great. It, but for me, when I first started listening to this, it was something that I found quite... Not jarring, but difficult to deal with throughout the whole album. It's like, oh, it's, it's a real... But now now you kind of get used to it, and it's like it is the sound of the album. It, I think it all adds to that nostalgia, doesn't yeah. it? The, the album is steeped in nostalgic sounds, nostalgic themes, you know, the the quote, the pop, the pop culture references of old songs and old books. And I think it just all adds to the whole package. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely. It's a very, very prominent, brave vocal sound, though, to do. Yeah, right. No, track three, Old White Lincoln. So I was going to do my slapback to that. Oh. I, got, <laughs> do I, it. Do, I was going to try and do it digitally, but it's, it's beyond me. I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, <laughs> really? Hello? Hello? <laughs> so Old White Lincoln, track three. Um, I don't know whether I like the car effect sound effect at the start. Is it a bit 80s rock sound effect? It kind of is, but there's when you actually get your ear in, there's a couple of little sort of sound effects over that start, isn't there? Because I think you hear the car pulling away am i talking of 80s am i the only one that thinks that there's a real um sound of the cure in this like that intro bass and then that guitar coming in i think there's a definite cure vibe in the guitar um 
the guitar parts, the, the lead guitar parts, especially in the verses and things. Yeah, that, those little motifs and the, stuff like the that. The kind of clean arpeggio motify kind of, yeah, definitely. Just those, those bass, those, I don't know, maybe it's the chords, but I love, I, I like this song. I this like is it. a great song. I think this was a single as well, wasn't it? And can you listen to it without singing the backing vocal? Um, no. Counter melody in the chorus. No. Can't, yeah, can't help yourself. Do you put it in when it's not there as well in the first part of the yeah. chorus? Yeah. It's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. Such great. a great part. I I love the um the melody and the the and the rhythm of the um the lead vocal in the, in the chorus of this song, yeah, and it works really well, and it's just just great lyrics again. It's just full of um, it's poignant. It's it's got imagery. It's got themes, and there's just just great sort of simple. Fell straight into my arms. Just you know, yeah. while you kept coming apart, straight into my arms. Fell straight into my arms. Just simple stuff as well that just sounds heartfelt. It's great. I love his lyrics. Love them. And the <clears throat> I've, listened, I've listened to this song so many times, and I didn't know what the line was that I now know because I had to look it up. I it was wasn't singing, a canastella, was it? No, it was nothing to do with drinking. Um, other other beers are available. <laughs> yeah. uh, the line is the sky above these indifferent stars. Um, Ooh, and I, nice. I I never heard the word indifferent. I was just I, every time I was just singing along with a sound that sounded like it. It's like that, you know, the misheard lyrics thing. Um, but I didn't realise it's actually based on a poem. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that, that that's going to be an answer a... to one of your questions in your quiz, isn't it? No, no, that that is part of the quiz. I've just I'll, I'll put it in there. But yeah, that's a yeah, that line. These indifferent stars. Yeah, um, yeah, it's part of a poem. Mm. But it's a great line, great song. Yeah. Uh, track four, high lonesome. Yep. I love this song. I, I like. There's a real clever thing with the with the rhythm drum rhythm and the and the melody and there's a there's a kick drum push note that he puts in that just ties in beautifully with the melody and if you sit listen back to it you'll, you'll understand where i'm coming from it's hard to explain but that's that's what struck me when i listened to this do you guys think this is um very similar the intro is very similar in sound and feel to the 59 sound yeah yep yeah but in a in a cool way in a cool way yeah yeah this, yeah, we were yeah. talking to snare drums earlier the, the, this low the, benny talked i've watched stuff about him how he chose vintage drums and certainly this this low snare drum especially in this song is oh it's for me it's just heaven and that's benny the drummer isn't it benny the drummer benny yeah the drummer got a couple of little things about benny have you massive, <laughs> massive well, right, we'll keep that to yourself one of the coolest i've, I've always liked benny but i've <laughs> oh, I watched Where's some, this going no no i watched some hey! stuff just like leading up to this i thought i'd watch some videos and he's just got such a I watched stuff after the 59 sound. I think he was like 31, 32 and he was talking about, um, he was interviewed about how he approaches songs and how he writes his parts. And he's like, the the best advice I can give is stuff that's contemporary is just disposable and it's gone. But when you listen back to stuff that's still there, like Motown grooves and rock and roll grooves and stuff like that, it's the simplest thing, but there's a reason why they're still there. And I can really relate to that. And I I think we have that, we have that kind of, when we approach songs and certainly for me as a as a player it's, it's all about serving a song and you know finding those grooves that fit but his just the way that he put it across as a, as a 31 year old with vintage drum sounds and that musical head i thought you know it's, it's really cool that is cool yeah, yeah. i'm sorry really but i've like got that. something else in my head i'm really sorry and the other cool <laughs> thing I, i'm going to put is out it there this? i love you benny <laughs> <laughs> i got me a shrimp boat <laughs> So my other, my other little claim to fame with Benny is um is a, a, I've got a little YouTube channel put out a, a cover of a fifth of a gaslight. Oh, wait, individual plugs. <laughs> well, no, 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 no
put it on YouTube and I obviously tagged Gaslight and he, he discovered it and took the time out to write some lovely positive kudos, which made me very excited. Oh, oh that's so that's good. nice, isn't that's it? That's cool. That's so a nice little story. I won't talk about Benny anymore, but <laughs> that's all right. if I could be anyone, I'd want to be Benny Horowitz. <laughs> oh, don't like his moustache, mine. And... <laughs> God. Um, moving swiftly along, shall we? In that song, that's quite yeah. interesting because there's a great lyric in there with your heart in 4-4 four, four time. There we go. Yeah. In the verse, that's really cool. And also the other great lyric from that, sorry, I changed it around to lyrics, haven't I? Quick, moving quickly on from drums, sorry. Um, and Maria came from Nashville with a suitcase in her hand. I always kind of wished I looked like Elvis. Mm. Adam Durrett's in it. Amazing. And Maria came from Nashville with a suitcase in her hand. Is it... Um, uh, there's also a reference... I'll, I'll stick these in now. It's, it's more interesting with the song. Um, there's also a reference to Southern Accents on the radio, which is a Tom Petty album. Ah, oh, okay, so cool. Is that the right Kevin Crow song? Have I got that right? Round here. It is round here, isn't it? I can't yeah. hear anything but... It's the second verse, isn't it, of Round Here? Yeah, I can only hear high Lonesome in my head and not anything else. Okay, cool. Um, there's also another little reference in there, which the, the, the Springsteen fans among us will have heard. Um, At night I wake up with the sheet soaking wet, which is a... <laughs> Don't say anything, Rick. <laughs> well, you, you, obviously that's something that you're familiar with, Brett. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> But it's uh, kind of stellar, isn't he? <laughs> that is a is a lift from Bruce Springsteen, the song "I'm on Fire," uh, which is the same line. He and says, "He says, honey, I'm on fire." In um, yeah, uh, the, the there, there's there's Ferris a lot Will. of Springsteen yeah. references throughout, but it's interesting the ones that yeah, the, the kind of the, the direct ones that are lifted completely. Um, yeah, there is another one from Billy Joel as well in that. Is in there? that song? Yeah. You're answering your own quizzes, so this is good. Keep it going. Well, okay. What's the Billy Joel reference? Oh, uh, it's not Uptown Girl, is it? No. I don't know. Have I got no, to read it, the lyrics? It's, to it's, do it? it's from uh, Piano Man, and it's the crowd shuffled in. Ah, uh, yeah. Where do you find this stuff? Well, it's it, some of them I I kind of knew. Some of them I didn't know, but I knew there was a song reference. Like I, it was a lyric that I'd heard. So. With a bit of, bit of help with Google, um, uh, yeah, I found it. So there we go. Should we move on? Yeah, next yeah, track, yeah. film noir. So film noir is um, a cinema term, isn't it? Yep. Used for like old, again, old forties and fifties films. Like, um, is it crime films or is it just? Uh, no, I might have got that wrong. I need Google, Jody. Google it. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> or it's old films, isn't it? Film noir. Yeah, it's a nice field change to the album, isn't it? It's like the first kind of drop point, if you like. Yeah, the the swing. I, I love this. I love this. He, oh, Benny, makes it so, makes it so cool. It's just such a. I love the the. There's the, the, the stabbing grooves in the verses that they stumble upon. Uh, I I think are wicked. I think yeah. they work really well. And I think in this one, it's one of my favourite um, vocal moments from Brian Fallon in that where he goes. Um, yes, I lost so say? much blood in the falling, falling out. out. Yeah, yeah, going yeah, into the chorus, great, yeah. isn't it? His voice is just so raw. Yeah, no, he. It's great that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. Um, I like the halftime feel in the last chorus as well, which obviously for you, Brett, there's a Benny moment. Yeah. And I'll answer your quiz. You... I, I don't have any quiz questions. Oh, for there's Munro hips, your poison lips and knives ah. in it, isn't it? So there's, a, again, a 50s film reference in yes. it. Yes. Yes. Obviously Marilyn Monroe. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. No, I... <laughs> yeah. Well, I was saying that for Brett. Yeah, because <laughs> it's that nice popular beer. <laughs> yeah. Can of Munro. 
<laughs> oh dear. So the next track, number six, Miles Davis and the Cool. Yeah. What a great lyric. It's just, it yeah. is cool, isn't it? Great title, great lyric. And again, nine, obviously Miles Davis, famous cool jazz, the modal jazz movement following bebop and all that in the 50s. I knew you were going to say it, Brett, sorry. Yeah. Uh, interestingly also like in 1959 Miles Davis was sort of almost at the height of his kind of career yes so that's all, Before. all part of that 59 sound which uh, you know could could be a reference to the as, as well as um, the 59 sound that you, you were previously mentioning about the guitar yeah and the amp sound but it, it's all part of that kind of musical movement as well isn't it and the songs that were, were prevalent on the radio and that have all combined to make the sound of this album yeah, no, it's mm. great. So it's not just um, pop rock, is it? Um, kind of themes and uh, imagery. It's 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 the jazz thing and the cool jazz thing, referencing that as well. Yeah, which was which was huge at that point. It's, yeah, yeah. I, I love the love the guitar, the arpeggio um, the arpeggio guitar that comes in in the pre-chorus. In yeah, the song yeah. over the line. So I lay a kiss on the stone. Yeah, tossed it upside your window, which is a great. Great lyric, but um, it's yeah. great phrasing as well, isn't it? Great uh, the way he's put that, tossed it upside your window by the roof. Yeah, that's just a lyric that needs to be sung, isn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, I also love the bridge in this song. I'm trying to think what the bridge is. Oh, I don't want to sing it. Um, Go on, so, take a no, deep breath. So why don't you a long drive home? Yeah, as we go down, down, down. Oh yeah, yeah, bit, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. it's great. But I can't work out why he shouts out Jackson. Yeah, I always thought when I first heard it, I thought that must be the drummer's name or something. But it's not. It's not. We might as well go blue. I, that bit's a bit weird, isn't it? There's a chromatic kind of lift that yeah. sounds a bit like, what should we do here? I yeah, know. Should we, I just, know yeah. should we just go up like semitones and shout shout something random? Interestingly, in the demo, or not interestingly, uh, in the demo, he doesn't shout Jackson. He just shouts like a yeah. Maybe it was a dare. Like one of those things like, can you can you get a random word in? Hmm. Like, Brett, I bet you can't get the word Stella into a podcast <laughs> about an album. But I can. <laughs> Interestingly, this song, you guys, I don't, I didn't connect with this song on the album. Oh. I, don't know, I don't know why, really. I, no. well, I thought you might have liked it, given it had that kind of Coldplay yeah, but that, feel change. I, think, I just think you two and Coldplay just, I think that, that groove has been... Ruined? Over, no, well, <laughs> possibly. Maybe if, they, maybe if he was the first guy to play it but I think be, I don't know it's just out there isn't it that Coldplay is such a big song with clocks and I just every time I hear that groove I just think oh not again oh there's a little bit of negative thing, yeah. I'm doing the song a disservice because I think lyrically the, the song is, is beautiful but I just hate that but it was played by Benny Brett yeah and I think the way he plays he it as well you know on the, the snare and the floor tom yeah, he should have gone back to his Motown vibe and not not Coldplay shouldn't he mm. Oh, oh it's controversial. Falling out of love oh. with Benny already, and we haven't even got to the I end of the Fall out in love with Benny? No way. <laughs> let's move. Let's move on. Track seven, uh, the patient Ferris wheel. Ah, uh, awesome. Whose favourite bit of this? <laughs> going back to Benny, is the bell. The, when he goes to the bell. Oh, mate, I've right. written that down, and I even I even did a bell emoji on my <laughs> notes. It is the best bell. Oh my god, <laughs> the best bell sound I've ever heard. It's just inspired, it is isn't it? So Going inspired. from the hi-hat and then yeah. ding, 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 ding and he's really, really picking the bell out, isn't he? I think my little silly notes on this is, love the song, love Benny's playing on this, massive massive influence on me, nice bell, <laughs> high energy. <laughs> That's Benny in oh one sentence. God. Did you write all <laughs> nice that in bell. emojis? Hey? No, I always put a little, a little emoji. 
<laughs> yeah, that, that is it is inspired totally. It's the littlest things, the littlest, littlest touches that can just make genius. This um, the guitar and the verse of this Brett is is the cure, isn't it? You were saying oh, about totally. Yeah, there's pr- at least three or four cure. I just think if you put a clean guitar over a verse, you're gonna with a certain chord structure, you're gonna have the cure, aren't you? There's a bit in this song that I don't like, with, mm. which is the backing vocals when they do the repeat. Um, we would fight about it. And then they repeat it. It's, and it's, it's a, a bit, bit shouty. It's a bit aggressive, isn't it? Yeah. But it's a bit unnecessary as well. And it's a bit like, so I, was like, I wish they hadn't done that. It'd be a much You know, I think I've, I've got to agree with you because I really like this song. It's, I do. It's one of my favourites on the yep. album. But I've never really liked the, the, sh- the shouting backing vocal. It's funny, isn't it? it yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I, lo- I love the, the verse melody and the lyrics. Absolutely brilliant. And all the talk song. of carnivals and boardwalks. Yeah. And, it's yeah. Just, it's yep. a Jersey rain. And yeah, he's. Um, He's in full Bruce land, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Great song. Great energy throughout that. So I was just thinking about Bruce, Brian, Benny. (laughs) It's all the bees today. All the bees. Uh, Track eight, Casanova Baby. Which is Elvis, isn't it? The Bossa Nova Baby, Elvis song. Ah, I didn't know that. Didn't you? Oh, Ah, you failed on my own test. Didn't you? You know Elvis. Yeah, I know Elvis, yeah. Yeah, You heard of Elvis. (laughs) Yeah. I really like this song because the shuffle just completely. It, it reminds me of a, a load of feel, a load of women doing a Charleston. You say about boss? What do you say, Bossa Nova? It's got a real Charles Charleston vibe. It's Casanova. Yeah, no, but you've never heard Bossa Nova Baby. Oh, by sorry, Elvis. No, no. Oh my god, got okay. some homework. You have got some, yeah, yeah. Okay, there's something real magic about the um the guitar motif motif in the chorus and the. And the vocal melody and the BVs and how the three of them oh, the blend together. I was just going to mention great. the backing vocal. The it's, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so it is, it's just haunting and heartbreaking. But if you hear that against so what well. the guitar's doing and the melody, it's just it's just something that just blends so lovely on that. That backing vocal when it goes up into the bridge where it, it just picks up a bit. I can't mm-hmm. remember what the lyric is. Um, I'm not going to sing the backing vocal because I think it's going to be higher than I think it is when I go to sing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's um yeah it's great isn't it and there's another one where you can't help if you play if you play it you can't help sing the backing vocal well i can't yeah Yeah. this is brilliant absolutely brilliant now i have got some good quiz questions for this one right some of them are very obvious which you must have heard okay so mustang sally mentioned oh is it have you not heard that that? um i'm gonna try and get the lyrics up hang on so okay, so the, so the lyric is, and it's past the midnight hour. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's past quarter three. So midnight hour, you we all know. And then Mustang yeah. Sally's left the building. Yeah, and uh, Wilson Pickett died two years previously. Did he? Yeah. So that's what could be a reference to, and we're so much worse without her. Obviously, Mustang Sally is is the is yeah, the Sally yeah. in the song, but that could be a reference to the fact that Wilson Pickett had died. Um, Quarter to three is a Gary U.S. Bond song, which Springsteen covered loads in... Well, he still covers it now, but certainly in the late 70s. So it would have been something that Brian was really influenced by. The other cool reference in this is um, we could run all night and dance upon the architecture. Yes. Because dancing on architecture, like our good friend Dave Franklin. Hi, Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, it's um, Who writes about music is about... Um, Oh god! What is the phrase? You can't writing about music is like dancing, dancing on architecture. architecture. Yeah, who's that by? Is that the, I think wrote? the the phrase has been attributed to various people. Oh, isn't is it? It? I don't it's know who a... actually came out with it first. I could get on Google and have a look. I'm slightly distracted because I got the lyrics up. If anyone knows, let us know. Write in on the lyrics. 
I don't know. What, I won't say what website I'm on because there's lots of websites available, but it's got ads and all the ads are women's swimming costumes. <laughs> oh, Rick. <laughs> oh, no. What the, why is is this Google profiling me? That's, that's your cookies, mate, I think. <laughs> God. Oh, sorry, I, I, it's quite distracting. I'm going to have to stop and take that off. Right. Um, can we move on? We yeah. can move on. Quickly. Let's move on quickly. So number nine, even cowgirls get the blues. Um, this is named after a book, isn't it, I think? I thought it was probably a Tom Petty song, but I don't know what song it is. I thought that's what you were going to say. No, it's named after a book. I'm having to refer to my notes because I did had to jot a few names down because I knew I wouldn't remember. Yeah, the, it's it's the title of a book by Tom Robbins. Oh, okay. But yeah, the, the, the Tom Petty reference you're referring to is the Not Me Baby, which is from yeah. You're So Bad. Yeah. And, and obviously still love Tom Petty songs. And driving old men crazy yeah. in the lyrics. Yeah. But for so this, me- this, is, this is a song about growing old, isn't it? But, um, you know still feeling the same as a as a kid probably the weakest song for me like if if i was going to skip one yeah i it's nice to have that six eight vibe as opposed to the the four four yeah yeah thing. i think you know, with nice this with this change. album you kind of almost welcome a change yeah of feel. and it's dirty it's a dirty groove this i love the, i love the sounds and the production on 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 the drums on this it's just that real labored slow six eight vibes ah oh. yeah i was i was gonna say you welcome a feel change but I, I'm a bit with Rick. It, if when I get to it, I'm kind of like, ah, I don't, you know, and skip. Was there a film called Even Cowgirls Get the Blues? Uh, pass. I write in. Let's know. Write to us. Let's know. Um, uh, I, was, I, I was going to have a look at the lyrics, but I'm a bit worried because, yeah, I'm not sure whether I should be going for a two piece or a ruffle top. Or <laughs> You're still <laughs> looking at swimwear. What a throne. Oh. The options are boggling. What do you do with this swimwear, Rick? I don't, and yeah, I don't know. Did you just look I, at it. I didn't. I wasn't any. No, I haven't bought it before, but now I'm, it's the ads are working. <laughs> You're going to try a two piece on or something. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like he's asking you to. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a new idea for the cover photo for this one, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> right, moving swiftly on. Track ten. Meet me by the river's edge. From I love this song. That's because it, it, it. it's Bruce Springsteen, isn't it? It is. I love it. I like I the love second the verse. Start. I, I love everything about it. I like oh, the- there's a good drum moment in this, Brett, isn't there? That that beat two kind of accent that yeah. crash into the chorus is a. It went, it's great. I love it's that proper trashy punk groove. This I think it's um again great sounds. But that low BV in the second verse underneath the main vocal, I just think we we've, we've done stuff with, like that before, and it's inspired stuff works really well not so, when we do it no <laughs> <laughs> so who who these are the most obvious ones who can name the springsteen references in this one oh there's probably all springsteen isn't it well you've, you've obviously got no surrender oh yeah yeah born and in the bobby, USA. is bobby jean in this bobby one? jean from born in the usa yeah yeah um they're the two big ones the one that actually i didn't pick out our father's factories marked our cars i mean that's springsteen yeah it is away. yeah it's uh it's stuff that's you know, it's well-trodden springsteen ground isn't it yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, river's edge meet me by the river's edge we're going to wash these sins away um which is a a very very similar line to a springsteen song racing in the street yes where we're yeah. going to ride to the sea and wash these sins off our hands but it's great but, it's great that he wears it on his sleeve isn't it, it? and it's, yeah. it's just yeah brilliant yeah and also he brilliant. you wore audrey hepburn uh pearls again yes. straight back to the classic days of cinema yeah just keeps it, that that theme going throughout the whole album. Yeah, and I think the the, the references to you know actresses or, or songs or, or lyrics or whatever, it just kind of takes you back and it gives you that nostalgia feel, doesn't it? That golden age. Yeah, yeah, works really well. Um, and since though I've, I've taken it upon myself in this one to like say bits that I don't like, you know, like if you're listening, what you could have done. 
Do you find it weird that the first verse is sung without the band, then the band come in and he sings the same verse again? No, I love it. Do you? Yeah. I won't hear mm. a negative word said about this song. <laughs> oh, maybe it's from, from writing lyrics and going, oh, I'm a bit stuck for a verse. We'll just do it again. And that's, that's my thing. It does jump thought. out a little bit. It's a bit, why, why did he do that? Well, I'd have, I'd have said it because I wouldn't have had any other ideas, but <laughs> I'm sure that wasn't the case with him. No, I think it works great. And his voice is, sounds so yeah. good at the start yeah, of that. Yeah. Just, the, just the tone is, yeah, brilliant. Absolutely perfect. Uh, great ending as well. No retreat, no regrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No retreat, no regrets. Absolutely no brilliant. Regrets, no regrets. Right, track 11. Here's looking at you, kid. Which is, obviously, it's uh, Casablanca, isn't it? The, it is. The title. Yep. Um, so that's what the main character says, doesn't I, He sort of, le- as he's leaving his his partner, he's looking at you, kid. I would Google it if I wasn't scared of seeing more swim... Not scared of seeing swimwear, being distracted by... Humphrey Bogart, isn't it? Yeah. Does anyone else... 1942 think- it was. I did Google it. 1942. Does anyone else think that there's some Johnny Cash about his vocal in this song? Do you hear Johnny Cash in this, or is it just mm-hmm. my little head? Mm-hmm. Might be your little head there, mm-hmm. but I, I've no. I, I used to listen to quite a lot of Johnny Cash, and when I heard this song, I think ah, definitely some influence there. Really? Yeah, I think never so. heard that one. No. I do think you, this you... is we're talking about change of mood and change of grooves. This is perfect at the yeah at this point. Yep. Yeah, it it fits. And it sets up the last track, which we'll talk about in a minute. It fits absolutely perfectly. Um, I think this is an absolutely brilliant, like, lost love song. It's quite a sweet, obvious one, isn't it? But in a in a really cool kind of yeah, slightly it kind fresh of doesn't way, need so. any expl- um, yeah. explanation, does it? But yeah. it's just, it is, it's just really sweet. Yeah. Yeah, really good. Yeah, I really like it. It's a favourite. Um, so, come to the last track, track 12, The Backseat classic i think my favorite track of the oh, we do do that at the end but i think this is my favorite song can we guess when we do a favorite track what yours is i <laughs> get it <laughs> i i think this could be a perfect song i a agree perfect song oh that's a, a bold song. statement the um oh, oh, yeah obviously all these things are individual aren't they and you know it's it's in the ear of the beholder but i uh, there's there's nothing about this song that i don't like or i would change i just think it's it's brilliant that's absolutely a brilliant bold statement perfect song the um it, what's interesting about this is that it's a tried and trusted chord sequence he's using, not in a negative way, and it's a tried and trusted groove. But when you get it right, with something to say, with brilliant lyrics, brilliant performance, captured well, mm-hmm. it, it is pretty unbeatable, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, I love this song. I really love this song. I like too. the way the feel changes up for the chorus yeah, the, the, as well. The, and I think... Double I mean, time kind of pre-chorus, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think Just, what, what Benny's done there yeah. um, has really lifted that chorus... After such a good verse, I mean, it's it's kind of like where do you go? It's a reverse uh, song. Do you think of it like the verse is the big moment? Yeah, yeah you kind totally. of and with yeah, the, pop the rock verse, songs, you tend to look, you know, where's the chorus coming? Where's the chorus? But when it comes back to the verse, you're like, oh yeah, 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 and it kind of works in reverse to a standard arrangement. The verse is the kind of fists in the air kind of yeah, totally. part yeah. of the song, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a great song. Um, got a great finisher to to a. A great album. Yeah. Totally. And he's back with California Lights and Austin. The Fever Out of Austin. We wrote The Fever Out of Austin. Yeah. That must be from something. And the Ferris Wheel again. He's on, banging on about the Ferris Wheel. It's just, yeah, the imagery throughout this whole album is just great, isn't it? It's, yeah. There's a real... The, the only reference that I drew from this one, um, in the back seats of burnt out cars, is it's very similar to Thunder Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They haunt the dusty beach road and the skeleton frames have burned out Chevrolets. Yeah. 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 Which is, yeah, obviously saying the same thing 
in the in, disenchantment in the lane. What a great that's brilliant. Yeah. That's it's brilliant. so good. Such good imagery. Yep. Amazing. Yep. Great drums so, in this, Brett. It's a great Yeah, drum. the big fat yeah. snare again, isn't it? There's a there's a couple of moments where yeah, just some great fills and just yeah, it's perfect, isn't it? The drumming. It's great. Uh so so favourite songs then, what would you say? Uh you know. I reckon Brett is gonna say the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely for me. Um, oh dear. I for me, my top three would be Oh, he's got a top three. I've got, I've got, but I've got a, narrow it down. I've got I will narrow it down, but it's great expectations, the fifty nine sound and the backseat. But I was thinking about this going, which one is it then? And if you were gonna say if someone's never heard him before, which one would you play? I'd play the fifty nine sound. So that's yeah. probably my top song. I think I think that's a yeah, sums them up. Um but it's not my it's not my favourite song on the What's album. What's yours then? What's your favourite? Well, uh, just small story. Um, I was lucky enough to see Brian Fallon with our, our good friend Yai, uh, hello Yai, um, in a record store in Bristol, and he was oh, just, uh, performing. Not as in yeah, like he wasn't just perusing. No, he wasn't like just perusing seventies no, we disco or something. We weren't stalking, uh, and he was doing just like an acoustic performance and a bit of chat. And someone shouted out "Great Expectations," for which he hadn't played for quite a while. He was doing solo stuff, right? And he just—we were sat really close, and he just sang it, and it was just so good. And it just made me remember why it's such a good oh, song. Okay, so you, you have a bit of a story so for it. Yeah, right? kind of got that connection with it as well. It nice. was a romantic moment for Yai and I. Oh, <laughs> can you imagine if Brett and Benny were there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't, don't want to think about it. One one quick story about Benny. Oh no! <laughs> Just to round off how inspired I was by this album and Benny's playing is that I drove to Wales, which is about three hundred miles from here, to buy a snare drum oh, okay. that he used on this oh, record. You did, didn't you? I did via Leeds, which is five hundred miles away. <laughs> Worst journey of my life, but I went what, through all the mountains. Why did you go to Leeds on the way to Wales? I went to Leeds first, then went to Wales on the way back to buy a kit that represented this album. I bought an old bloody silver sparkle kit, and then I went to Wales on the way back to buy a. A bloody oh okay scenario. I thought you went to and Wales was... to buy a drum kit but you went via Leeds no, do you know I... what I think if Benny ever hears this he's going to get a restraining order if he ever heard oh <laughs> I'd love him to hear this <laughs> would you yeah <laughs> so that's just, I think it's a nice little way to round off you'll be hearing from my lawyer I think, I think, I I think I've got to the root of why you might need a poo break <laughs> <laughs> you've been so excited about this podcast <laughs> can we round up Benny now you? please okay, he's, he's got to go <laughs> <laughs> I'm off <laughs> I literally am off. <laughs> Go on, say, say bye. Okay. <laughs> I'm all excited. Oh, no. <laughs> oh man. Should we say goodbye? <laughs> I think we better, hadn't we? Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye <laughs> <laughs> bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Please check out our band, Damn the Wolves. Find us at damnthewolves.com and please follow us on all the usual socials. 